Hi, everybody. Before we start the episode, during editing, I realized I said the Civil War ended in 1965. So just letting you know, I said the wrong year. It's 1865, and enjoy the show. Welcome to That's Why Podcast with Anna and Patricia. The show where we arouse your curiosity while we dull your senses. Hello, Patricia. How are you? Hi, Anna. <laughs> We're laughing because we've had quite a day to get to this point. Oh, yes. I think all the signs was telling us to not record today, but we made it happen. We did it. We did it, despite everything. Yes. It started out amazing because we ate all this yummy food that Patricia, by the way, I've been saying your name wrong. I wouldn't say you've been saying it wrong. So audience, I have a preference because of my Latin roots. And um, I don't want to get too much off topic, but... We think so much about what we're going to name our kids and then people chop it up. So when I used to introduce myself as Patricia in English, people would be like, so Pat, Trisha, Trish. But when I say Patricia, which is phonetically pronounced in English versus Patricia in Spanish, Uh people don't chop it up. So I like Patricia. I think my name is beautiful. So now I introduce myself as Patricia because... So you haven't been wrong. I know, but I want to say your name how you want to be called. (laughs) Yes. But Patricia. Yes. I think it's it's hard because I always call you Patricia. Yes. Even though it's so similar. And then I think when we talked about our names, I like my Vietnamese name, which is Swan. And it's basically pronounced... The number one with an S sound in front of Swan. it. Uh-huh, Swan. It's beautiful. Or the long name is Swanlan, but that's mm-hmm. kind of harder to say. But I prefer that name, but then people know me as Anna, you know, so mm-hmm. I go by whatever. I love that. That is so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yes. And we want to say we haven't been recording because life happens. Yeah, I started a new job and that was stressful. It was ironic because we recorded the gratitude. Mm-hmm. It was the episode we talked about like, you being able to afford the plane ticket for your niece to go to New York. Oh, and, uh-huh. Um, yes, you know, we were yes. all grateful, like, oh, I have this job, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And then it was like a few weeks later, or was it the week after or something weird? Yeah, and then, it was soon after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Like, and you know what? I'm grateful it lasted as long as it did. But man, am I grateful for this new job. It's yes. amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So yep. new jobs, mm-hmm. kids, school, yada, yada. Exactly. And I don't know if you could tell, I've been congested since November. And I don't know what it is. It came up all of a sudden and... It won't go away. No. Everyone was telling me that it's probably the inversion Mm. because Salt Lake City, we have bad inversion. I guess not Salt Lake City, the valley, the whole Yeah, the whole valley. Yeah. The air quality is bad. Yes. And maybe I might be developing a seasonal allergy, but only in wintertime. So that's weird. (sighs) Do you ever neti pot it? No, I should. Oh, that's the thing right there. Yes. Try it. Okay. I Flush do like, that out. I do like the neti pot though. It yeah. feels good. Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for keeping up with us now. And we should be on a regular schedule. Yes. <laughs> but now that we're back, 
we want to launch our 2022 episode with Black History Month. Yes. Because it's February. It's February yes. and we have to honor it for exactly. sure. Exactly. So what is Black History Month? I was looking online and I've seen so many different quotes, but I did like this one that I came across and it says, Black History Month affords us the chance to... Ch Oops, hold on a second. Sorry. Oh, dear. Hold on a second, Anna. It just got me out. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> All right, let's start over again. Black History Month affords us the chance to challenge what we learned in history, dig deeper, and find out the actual events of the past that were not taught in schools. It allows us to learn about, celebrate, and honor Black leaders. Many of these leaders endured sacrifice and suffering and must be honored. I think that that's true, and I come across that all the time, where I have a lot of Anglo friends, and they'll be like, well, Black history is American history. But we especially as a brown woman, I can attest to us not being represented. And so this is a time to represent all cultures, right? And, yes. Uh, and all races that have been involved in the growth of this country from its, its inception. So it's important to have Black history. What about the people who are like, well, white history is as important as Black history. And so is Italian history and Irish history. And you Well, know any history that is Anglo history has always been represented. So it's hard for me to understand how that question comes about. <laughs> Anna, don't make me laugh. I'm gonna kill I'm, I'm whoever's. I'm laughing because you could probably Patrice's hear that, right? Patrice's Patricia's house had a. <laughs> We've had a lot of drama that happened within the past three hours. Yes, it started amazing with the food, and it went downhill. <laughs> I don't know what happened after that. And she was in the basement getting her he headphones and her basement flooded. It's her salon area yeah. with, you know, it's got her nail stuff and her hair stuff. And then it's connected to the washer dryer area and water was coming <laughs> up from the main drain. Just as we're going to come and record, yes. right? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And then when we came into Patricia's room, the batteries were dead. The mic wasn't working. Everything was awful. I have a table that's motorized. Oh, yeah. And Hannah pressed it on accident. And, and I it was going down on her legs. And we were like, oh, no, it's going to chop your legs off. And you even warned me that. You, I, I mean, you were we were joking about that briar. And I'm like, what else can go wrong tonight? Anything uh -huh. else? It, so now, and now this background noise that you hear is my lovely wrestling son who's taking a shower. And I told that guy not to <laughs> make any noise, damn it. I was like, what is that sound? Gosh. <laughs> anyway, you're going to hear this This is sound. organic, people. Yep. Appreciate it, all right? This is how it is. <laughs> Just roll with the punches. We have always honored our American Anglo history. In the books, in everything, culture. I mean, when you celebrate 4th of July, it's funny because how ironic it is. 4th of July, blacks weren't free. But yet we celebrate, right? Yeah. I wouldn't have been free. So we've always celebrated white history. You can't go crazy because they get one month and it's everything is white history. When you look at television and old shows and Ed Sullivan, and 
It's always been celebrated. Yep, exactly. Last month, I read a book by Frederick Douglass, and he's an, or he was an abolitionist. And he actually married, his second wife was a white woman. And that is- Oh, really? Yes. And I mean, it was uncommon back in the 1800s. That's true. So in 1863, slaves were worth $3 billion, (gasps) and they were depicted on money. Did you know that? No, I've Let never me, heard that before. I'm going to show you the money, how it used to look like. Although I have heard comments that slaves back then were worth more than the ones today. Because slave trade is, is still a real thing. Oh my gosh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that hasn't oh, stopped. We have to uh, do an episode about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that would true. be important. But yes, see, $50. So, But this is how they depicted wealth was because slaves equaled wealth absolutely that's the other thing is how blacks or african-americans here have contributed to the growth of the economic part of the growth in the united states yes um and of course never getting anything back from it right truly and in 1965 when the civil war was ending union general sherman and edwin stanton gathered 20 black leaders and asked what they need to build their freedom because this is when lincoln was you know in office and they answered to have land Mm -hmm. four days after the meeting they set aside hundreds of thousands of land and would give 40 acres per freed slave wow lincoln signed the bill but it didn't turn out that way because he died and then andrew johnson came into office Mm. and he reversed it really yes and i think that we all come to america to build a better life yes but they were not here to build a better life. They were stolen mm-hmm. for other people to build their better life. And those who were paid for, so not necessarily stolen, if you will, but those that were brought against their will, as you said, that is what they were brought here for that purpose. They were never brought here to be treated as equals or to be treated as even human. Right, You know, because I could say, you know, I'm better than you in some ways, but you're still a human being. They were treated worse sometimes than even cattle or their horses. Yes. You know what I mean? When Frederick Douglass was working for one of his masters, he would manipulate them and he would hide in the bushes and just like scare all of like the workers just out of nowhere. And he would like, oh, hey, I'm going to go back and, you know, go into town. And then he would come back and like freak them out. So he played all of these mental games on them to just remind them that they are worth nothing. And he has the power over them. I wish you could see my face. It's it's And why should I be shocked? Right. Because the atrocious things that were done. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could go on in history. It's been it was terrible. Yes. Terrible. Very very terrible. But anyway, you're going to share something about Frederick Douglass, correct? When he was younger, of course, you know, he couldn't spend a lot of time with his mom because she was on a different plantation. Mm -hmm. And his grandmother, after she was unable to do any of the labor, Mm -hmm. her masters, instead of freeing her, they just put her in a shack. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) The table just was rising. Oh, my God. Okay, I got to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, jeez. I'm telling you, there's like, I feel like there's something here. 
Okay. But then, so instead of of freeing her, yeah, instead of freeing her, they put her in a shack in the back of their property. And that's how she passed away. She was never a free person, but Mm. she didn't do labor, but she couldn't go anywhere. And she was crippled. Oh, gosh. You know? That's inhumane. Right. And this is why we need to remember. Yes. Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King Jr. And, you know, he's very popular. Mm-hmm. He's as the of, popular one. He's the popular one. <laughs> Everyone quotes him, yes. which um, I'm going to start a quote. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to okay. share a quote of what he said. <laughs> and this is kind of my, even when I was younger, when people would say like, oh, well, you know, America's free. You are responsible of your own future. Mm-hmm. And I get that to a point. Yes. But to a degree. To a degree. But if you're brought to this country and, for example, the housing market, mm-hmm. they, you know, separate the property lines, or if it's a neighborhood with abundance of, you know, white people, mm-hmm. if a black person moved in, they right. would say, oh, property value is going to go down. And what happens? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. The poor neighborhoods are near industrial areas. Right. Yes. And then the nice suburban neighborhoods. Be- it's disproportionate are- in so many ways. Yes, yes. So here's a quote from uh, Martin Luther King Jr. that I want to share with you. And this is from a Netflix show called Explained. And- oh, I love that show. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's listen to this. Whenever this issue of compensatory or preferential treatment for the Negro is raised, some of our friends recoil in horror. The Negro should be granted equality, they agree, but should ask for nothing more. On the surface, this appears reasonable, but it is not realistic. For it is obvious that if a man enters the starting line of a race 300 years after another man, their first would have to perform some incredible feat in order to catch up to his fellow runner. Wow, I love that. Right? Yes. So when, when people are like, oh, well, you know, they could get out of the ghetto. They can get out of the hood. It's yeah. like, okay, sorry. When they did the report of wealth, a lot of white people will will their money mm-hmm. to their kids. And those kids will will their money to the next generation and so forth. Yes. And of course... That's how you can get exponential growth with money. Exactly. But they reported that if a black person went to college, same degree as a white person, why aren't they making more money? Mm-hmm. They're Quote making, unquote. yes. I mean, they do make less money and they are discriminated when they apply for jobs. But even when they make money, the reason why is because they end up helping their family. Yes. And I'm not saying white people are selfish and they don't want to help anybody else. But they really don't need to because they've had that, oh, yeah, you know, like... Privilege. They've had the privilege. And people are squeamish about the word. But today in the sauna, I was listening to these people who were talking about, oh, I'm going to buy this apartment or I'm going to sell this one and I didn't make as much money. And they, you could tell that they, they were from here. And the chances are there's a high chance that that was money or inheritance or a house that they their grandmother's house that they took over and they sold and they made money and they put it towards something else and they made an investment versus you getting a first generation college student mm-hmm. right because their parents prior to them did not have not only any wealth but an, any education yes exactly it's a big difference it's that 300 yards or 300 years behind 
Absolutely. Yeah. That's so true. So going back to the 300 years behind, I feel like I've always, it's been interesting living in Utah because people here are very proud of their roots. And what what are their roots? It's not just the pioneers. Where did they come from, right? England and Scotland and Germany and, right? And yeah. the Ireland. So Black people had a life before the United States. In honor of Black history, that is part of Black history. Just yes. like when we celebrate certain things here in our culture, right? And the yes. food that they eat, where does it come from? When I was looking online and you were mentioning Frederick Douglass, I was thinking, you know, in West Africa had a lot of riches. And they talked about how they had kingdoms. They had cities and language and culture and art and technology. A lot of Black people came here educated, right? That doesn't mean that they weren't educated. Just like there are a lot of immigrants that come to this country, and even though they're working in, let's say, a hotel as a maid, they were a anesthesiologist mm -hmm. in Venezuela. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So a lot of Black people came here with knowledge and understanding, and, and Anna and I were talking about the fact that uh, like, for example, some of the inventions that they made, right? Like blood banks and folding bed and the potato chip and paper and the traffic light. And I wonder how many more inventions they were a part of that wow, that's went a lot. unrecognized. Oh, that's the, that's like barely anything. I mean, but that's still, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And there, I think a lot of people don't, right? Wow. Those are the things that we don't necessarily hear as frequently as the accomplishment of our four Anglo forefathers. Yes. Right? That's uh -huh. the difference. We hear about all the, I mean, every time you think of being patriotic, you never think of anybody other than white. Mm -hmm. You think of mm -hmm. George. Uh, Washington. George Washington. I was going to say George Jefferson. <laughs> We're moving George on Jefferson. to the east side. No, um, but George Washington. Yeah. When you think of that patriotic thing that is not represented of those who fought just as well for us, for our freedoms. Right. Yes. So that's why I think uh, Black History Month is, is really important to acknowledge that and recognize it. Yes. It's a time to celebrate, but we should always remember it all year round. You know, we're right. all the same people. We all have skin and hair. You know, like we're we're all the same. Yeah. And could you remind me what you were saying? I remember you said when a person says, I don't see color. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. What did That's you mean by really, that? really, okay. So I was telling Anna how I really despise. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> did I get emotional? I really hate when people say, I don't see color. For those of you who say this, let me tell you how it hears or how we hear it as a brown woman. Because I do have black roots that I honor and I and I respect very much. But when anyone, and I'm not just talking about white people, anybody other than black that says, I do not see color, it's offensive for two reasons. For me, personally, one, are you blind? <laughs> right? Right. I mean, uh -huh. do you not see that you and I are different in how we look? So you have to see color. You have to see that people are different. But the second thing that's the most important is, do you not see me? If you don't see my color and you don't see my culture, you don't see me as yeah. for who I am. Because it's not important to identify myself as a black woman or I'm Latino, but that is part of who I am. My language, the music, the food, the traditions. And when you don't, when you say I don't see color... 
you that's what you're saying without and i know that people are meaning to make it what they really mean is color doesn't matter to me yes and it's better to say it that way you know what your color isn't that important as much as you as the individual but you have to see everything that encompasses mm-hmm. right your Agreed. asian roots mm-hmm. are important to you mm-hmm. and i want to honor that just because it doesn't define us like i'm asian i have to be this way exactly or, you know the stereotype but it's like yes we have to recognize the diversity yes and especially in the united states everyone that came here came here because of oppression freedom whatever their reason is i mean okay yeah except for slaves i'm sorry but no, you know, yeah exactly <laughs> like, hold on <laughs> let me clarify yeah, yeah yeah but that's the point except for slaves mm-hmm. everyone came here they're like oh i'm gonna go to america it's a better life yes and we those are to- still coming yeah. right they i mean this is still going on today people yeah. wanting to get in yes um but a lot of those people still honor where they come from Right. Mm-hmm. The American dream, if you will. So yep. I think it's a balance. It's a balancing act of honoring who I am and my individuality, mm-hmm. but honoring also that we're very, we're more alike than we are different. But that's why we should celebrate Black History Month. Yes. As well as other history months. Yes. But this month is very important. Absolutely. <laughs> and we can't forget it because I'm I know I'm not trying to be political, but, you know, race is still happening mm-hmm. with police brutality, with college admissions, with Mm -hmm. job applications. It's the truth. Housing market. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I think I, I don't know if I told you or someone else, but there was a report on, I don't know, MSNBC or something. And there was this white guy and his name was Jerome. And he would apply and they would see his name on the resume and not call him. But if they knew he was white, then they would. Wow. And then I forgot why his parents named him Jerome. But you know what I'm saying? That is so interesting. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if anybody else got to see that commercial, but there was a commercial about discrimination and it was a white man and he called and he changed his voice in like 10, 12 different accents, calling the same place to see if they would tell him that the apartment was available or not. And, uh, And he showed and I and it was like... Mind-blowing. I don't know. We could probably find it. I can't remember what it was for, but it was like, I want to say either housing discrimination or, and he called fake necks and like, I'm from Texas or whatever. He's like, yeah, so like I want to rent an apartment, okay? And and then he'd be like, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Like he would be faking all these different voices to see or at least to prove, I found you it. know? Let me see, is the older guy? Yes. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name? Uh, my name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello, my name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available? Hello, my name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. Just been rented. Hello, I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Bin Ali. I'm Tuan Vo. Hello, my name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. Thank you. Yes, hello, my name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What oh, is? Yes. Really? Housing discrimination. That's the one. And for those who don't experience this, just because you don't experience something doesn't mean it does not exist. 
I have been so That's fortunate crazy. to not really experience a lot of discrimination in my life, but I know a lot of people who have. And that's not fair uh, because, you know, I do have, I love my my husband's friends, but a lot of times don't acknowledge that this goes on. And I'm like, you, you're speaking from such a different angle, you know, and it's not fair for you to say that yeah. we should just forget it or act like it's not there. So that was a great commercial, right? I've never seen that. And yeah. yes, that is eye-opening. Mind-blowing. He faked so many different accents, right? I was impressed. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> All right, guys, <laughs> we would love to hear from you. Ask us questions and share your story. We'll give you our unfiltered, unprofessional, unqualified advice. Record an audio clip and send it into that's why show at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. And our podcast is on all the platforms out there. And please follow and subscribe. Wait, what? I can't see where you're reading. Am I blind? What's happening? We're here, the blue? Oh, uh, the blue? The oh, okay, okay. I was reading towards the top. I'm like, it doesn't say. Oh. Is that right? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um. Uh, and then uh, this is the quote that we picked out because it's from the book, Frederick Douglass. Yes. It's, a, and I it's thought an that, amazing, amazing yes. quote. Patricia. You want me to read yes, it? Yes, please. Oh my, I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> I prefer to be true to myself, even at the hazard of incurring the ridicule of others rather than to be false and to incur my own abhorrence. Yes. Wow. That is amazing. Yes. So thank you, Anna, for that. And gosh, with that, peace, love, and, and dark chocolate, baby. Or these amazing green tea fruit snacks <laughs> brought yeah, to gonna, you by Arizona. Arizona. We love Arizona <laughs> with the high corn fructose syrup. Yes. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Thank Please you. reach out. Bye. Bye.